You're listening to Rabbi Arya Wolby, Director of Torch, the Torah Outreach Resource Center of Houston. This is the Jewish Inspiration Podcast. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Jewish Inspiration Podcast. We're going to do a short and sweet segment, short and sad segment, about the 9th of Av. The 9th of Av is a tragic day in Jewish history. Uh, a day that we mourn the destruction of both of our temples, but a day that is sourced, as we mentioned previously, in the false testimony that were given by the spies when they went to spy the land of Israel. They came back with a negative report about our holy land, our promised land. And the Jewish people said, what, what do we need to go to Israel for? Let's go back to Egypt. And they cried, oh, yeah, yeah, we're not going to be able to go into Hashem. Said, oh, you cried. You cried in vain. You cried for no reason. I'm going to give you something to cry about. And that forever became a day of terrible, terrible tragedy, of terrible mourning for the Jewish people. Uh, aside from both temples being destroyed uh, on that day, it's also a day where throughout our history, there have been terrible, terrible pogroms, expulsions, all of them all happened on this day. It's a day which is, you know, we have days of joy and days of happiness. You know, like the springtime is my favorite time of year. I love spring. And always that 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 fresh air and that, you know, mid-March is like, ah, I just love it. It's in the ear, that, that, that goodness, that great time of year. There's also a time of sadness. There's a time where there is just destruction of, of ter- terrible calamities that befell the Jewish people during this time. And that's what we mourn. We mourn our lack of direction. You see, why are we crying over a temple that was destroyed over 2,000 years ago? Over 2,000 years ago. Who cries over a building? You know, World Trade Center was knocked down 21 years ago. Okay, so we built a new one and goodbye. You don't see people mourning and crying, maybe if they lost a loved one. But 2,000 years later, we're still crying over a building because it signified much more than a building. It wasn't just a building. It wasn't just a, an edifice with stone, with, uh, with, with bricks. That's not what it was. It's something that represented God's place in this world. It was our central focus of why we were here to begin with. And the problem is, is that if we don't have our temple, we're like rudderless. Like what direction are we supposed to go in? We're losing, we're, we're missing our values. We're missing, in many cases, our morals, our ethics are all out. So what do we do? We try to cling to the Torah as much as possible. But we have to understand what it is that we're missing. When we see challenges facing the Jewish people today, a time of terrible challenge for the Jews who are living in Israel right now, which is us as well, by the way, even if we don't live there. It's our challenge as well. We have to realize the, so the Supreme Court, uh, uh, you know, the, the, all of, the, all of the, uh, the arguments that are going I don't even know what, what all of the arguments are about. It's irrelevant. The fact that there are Jews on different sides of one another is a problem. It's a problem. It's something that tells us that the Jewish people are not whole, they're not one, they're not unified. And that's the first thing we need to be mourning about. The first thing we need to be mourning about 
is that we're missing our rudder. We're missing our direction. And we need to have that guidance. We need it back. And that's what we pray for every year. Now, it's very interesting that although it's a day of mourning, it's referred to as a moed, as a, as a festival, as a holiday. Now, we know that holidays are times of great joy. Here, you know what we do on, on Tisha B'Av? On Tisha B'Av, we have, we don't bathe. We don't use any creams or oils, no marital relations. There's no food, no eating or drinking, and there's no wearing leather shoes. I mean, we sit on the floor. We're mourning. This is a holiday? What type of holiday is this? Not only that, there's certain parts of supplications we don't say on this day because it's a festival. It's a holiday. So my grandfather points out a very important thing. He says there are different types of holidays. There's holidays that bring you closer through happiness, and there are holidays that bring you closer through sadness. You know, every relationship has ups and downs. Every human being has ups and downs, but every relationship has ups and downs. And anybody who's been in a committed relationship for even 10 minutes knows that you're not always going to get along. But that doesn't mean that you get distanced. On the contrary, you can not get along, you can get upset, you can get into a fight, you can get into an argument, but what happens as a result of it is what counts. Usually you get closer because of it. We got into a fight, but it should be a good fight, a fight that brings you closer. And anybody who has a relationship will see that every time a husband and wife together, they yeah, they're in love, oh, everything's great. Okay, great. Right. Once we pass that phase of the honeymoon stage, right? So then you get into real life and you suddenly see that there's a little bit of a friction. But then you're able to work it out and you get closer. And then there's a friction again and you're able to work it out and get closer. And every time the relationship should hopefully continue to build on each of those challenging experiences to help the relationship grow more and more. That's the objective. The objective is not that, oh, we fight. Welcome to the club. That's the reality of a relationship, any relationship. It's not about the fight. It's about how you use it as a tool to fall more in love with one another. This is our time of tragedy between us and the Almighty. This is a time where the Jewish people are in, so to speak, a fight with Hashem. But only so that we can get even closer to Hashem. We need to use it as a festival, yes, of mourning, of sadness, but as an opportunity to get even closer to Hashem, to make a greater commitment. What am I going to do to bring the Jewish people together? What am I going to do to educate more people, more Jews? What am I going to do to serve Hashem more in my life, in my community? That is what we need to be asking on Tisha B'Av. How do I make God's presence more known in this world? And the more it starts from home, the more I bring it into my own home, the more I'm able to share that with the world. So on a very technical level, on Wednesday night, which is tomorrow night, the fast begins at sunset. Wherever you are in the world, sunset, the fast begins. The fast ends the following night, which is Thursday night, as soon as you're able to see three stars in the sky. 
The exact times differ in location. So if you're in New York, if you're in Rhode Island, if you're in Texas, if you're in Mexico, it doesn't make a difference. It always starts at sunset and it always ends the following day. So Wednesday night at sunset, the fast begins. Make sure you drink a lot already today. Don't wait till tomorrow, last minute. Drink a lot. It's very hot. The summer has been extremely uh, intense heat. Drink a lot. Drink a lot today. Drink a lot tomorrow. At sunset, fast begins. And that fast goes all the way till Thursday night when three stars are out. Now, the objective of the fast, many people think it's like, oh, it's just inconvenient. The idea is for it to be inconvenient because as soon as we have that discomfort of the fast, it's not pleasant. It's not enjoyable. We like doing things that are enjoyable. We like doing things that are fun. Fasting is not fun because it gives us a pause. It gives us a moment to stop and to say, one second, what's really going on over here? There are people who, there are many, many things you can watch online uh, that are inspirational and meaningful for this day. And I recommend you watch those things. There are many people who watch Holocaust videos to remember the tragedies that befell the Jewish people because it's important for us to take one day out of our year to realize that we're held accountable. It's one day a year that we realize that it's not an amusement park. Life is not an amusement park. We're here for a function, for a purpose. And the whole ninth of Av, sitting on the floor and reading the lamentations and all of the crying that we do for a building we've never seen is really trying to ask Hashem to give us guidance. Because the Talmud tells us that any generation in which the, the temple was not rebuilt in it, it's as if it was destroyed in it. That means that if we did not merit that in 2023, year 5783 since creation of Adam and Eve, if we don't have our temple rebuilt this year, that means that Hashem would have destroyed it this year. That means we're unworthy. And we know that we had issues with loving one another, right? There was sinas chinam, there was, there was pointless hatred. There was pointless, no, for no need. Oh, you're not like me, so I hate you. No, we talk about this. And this is why the past three podcasts on the torch on my Jewish Inspiration podcast were dedicated to learning how to love every Jew. How to love every Jew. That's what we need to instill within ourselves on this day to realize, you know what? When you watch a Holocaust movie, you know what really goes through my mind? Is that it was indiscriminate. The hatred and the murder was indiscriminate. They didn't say, oh, you're a Torah observant Jew, so we're going to kill you. Oh, you're not, so you're free. No, it didn't work like that. Every Jew, it didn't make a difference what your level of observance was. We're all one nation. We're one people. And that's what we need to remind ourselves. We need to utilize this day to have unconditional love for one another. To have an intense love for every single person that we meet. You meet another fellow Jew. It doesn't make a difference that they don't go to my congregation. It doesn't make a difference that they don't observe like I observe. It doesn't make a difference that they don't know anything or don't do anything. It is, it's irrelevant. They're my brothers and my sisters. And that's the most important thing. My brothers and my sisters, bring them in. Let's take them. Let's invite them. Let's engage with them. 
Let's love them. That's our goal. That's our obligation on Tisha B'Av. The ninth of Av, it says, will become a day where, where Mashiach will come. Mashiach is born, it says, on the ninth of Av. And it doesn't mean that he was physically born on the ninth of Av. But rather, his role, his responsibility in our job, by the way, in bringing Mashiach, is to bring godliness into this world. Like we mentioned in our Parsha podcast just today. We shall know Hashem. Rashi says over there that that's our job to bring to the nations a consciousness of God. When we realize that we're one nation, one soul, we're all children of Hashem, hopefully we will merit that even this year already, we will have the temple rebuilt speedily in our days. Amen. You've been listening to the Jewish Inspiration Podcast, a Torch production. Become a supporter at torchweb.org because your assistance enables more Torah learning around the globe. To find more lessons offered by Torch, please visit torchpodcasts.com.